Hello, everybody, and welcome back to OMB Reviews. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Happy Saturday. Happy weekend to everyone. And welcome to episode 260 of the Welcome to Asgard podcast. Because, yes, indeed, this show is uploaded as a podcast. Eventually, I've kind of fallen behind a little bit on several of my podcasts as of late, but it reminds me to shout out Toaf Morris, who is a $5 backer over on Anchor.fm, so shout out to you, good sir. Welcome, everybody. Tonight is a bit of an open forum. I'll be talking a little bit about the Criterion channel, which I have been watching a plethora of movies with. It's been a lot of fun to go through that, so I'll do a little mini-review for that. And, of course, we'll have our standard movie talk fair. Before I go any further, though, please be sure to smash the like button, light up that fire button, if you're watching over on Odyssey, as we are multi-streaming to all of the platforms tonight, which is always a lot of fun. So, again, thank you all very much for being here today. Gmonkey76 over on Odyssey, TubeU over there as well, and Daniel T hanging out over on Odyssey, so I'll come back to y'all as the night progresses, Uh, but let's go ahead and say hello to the chat, because I do have my little restream pop-up thing right here, but as a reminder, if it's been a while since you have been here, potentially, or if you're just not quite sure, make sure you type at Odin. At the very beginning of your comment or question, if you have a comment or question, again, at the very beginning of your comment or question, it'll just make things so much easier for me. If you happen to be a member on the channel, I will do the very best that I can to make sure that I read your comments, unless you're tagging somebody else. One of the perks of being a member on the channel is that you don't necessarily have to. Leave that comment, but still, it is what it is. But let's say hello to some people before all of the at Odin stuff starts going into play. Uh, let's see. We had Matthew Highland here first early on. Hail to you. Buck 76 here as well. Also wishing me a happy early Father's Day. Thank you. Yes, this is my first ever Father's Day. It's kind of a weird thing. Kind of a weird thing to think about. My first Father's Day. And yet, I feel the same. <laughs> Other than, of course, having baby Thor in my life. Snort of Poopus Cuber, what's going on? Says, hello, humans and other quitters. What is going on? Glad to see you here. We, of course, got Rosie G12 as a member saying, Hail Odin and chat. Going to miss again at a wedding reception right now. And getting this look from the hubby to put my phone away. Have a great stream. Man, Rosie G12, always, always so busy. Always, always so busy. Thank you for stopping by anyway. We got the Empress of the Universe, Tina B, here as well. She's one of my Valks, saying, got the popcorn and Arnold Palmer's ready to party. Well, thank you for joining us once again, Tina B. Empress of the Universe, and she does indeed remind everyone again at Odin at the very beginning of your comment. It's just going to make things so much easier, especially now that I'm able to actually highlight comments. Golden Ration, hello to you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 
So glad to see you here. Thirteenth Warrior also as a member in the chat. We got Laura, who's one of my mods as well, changing her name to Laura. Disney should have planned their Star Wars story. Yes, indeed. These are all truths. These are all facts. And they've admitted that they had no plan. They admitted that they had no plan. Several times now at this point, it has been pretty much confirmed. Andrew Hoyle, who is a member on the channel. Hail to you, Andrew Hoyle. Says, good evening, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Glad to see you here. This Martin Muses. Thank you for stopping by with the wave. I very much appreciate that. Keck44 in the chat. What's going on? Bruce, hail to you. He says, I tried re-watching Meet the Spartans. It's so dated, I just couldn't finish it. Well, as someone who has never seen Meet the Spartans, looks like I dodged a bullet. <laughs> looks like I, I should be pretty happy that I've that I've not seen it then at this point. Uh, def- definitely something that I am not upset that I have uh, that I had not missed. Super Anime Gamer, Gamer, Super Anime Gamer, what's going on? Saying hey, what is up, my dude? What's going on, Super? Glad to see you here, Dolores Ed. What's going on? Been a while. Thank you very much for being here and catching a live stream also. Thank you for that super chat. I'll highlight that once it uh, gets to that point in the chat. But thank you very much, Dolores Ed, for that super chat. I very much appreciate you. And I'll give you that full appreciation once I can highlight it for everybody to see. Uh, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., what's going on, good sir? Saying howdy, old, and how's it going? How's Thor and the pups? Baby Thor is doing just fine. Uh, he had his bath time, just like always, before the stream. And hopefully, he is eating his bottle, drinking his bottle, as he should. Hopefully, not giving Freya a difficult time. That'd be very, very, very nice. Uh, Mike Jackson, welcome back to the chat. Super, thank you for uh, fixing that. I saw that you had put the wrong one earlier, but that's okay. Usually for those first ones, those introductory ones, I I let a few things slide, but it is what it is. Uh, Alan Sparks, that's a name I haven't seen in a bit. Alan Sparks, good, good evening. Welcome back. Glad to see you back in the chat. Nathan Slay here as well. Hail to you, Nathan Slay. Glad to see you back. We got the honker, chonker, funker, monkey back in the chat saying, good day, fellow Valhallians. Yes, indeed. Different times in the world. Different times in the world for different people. We got people watching from the UK. We got, of course, people watching from Australia, typically as well. We got the D-Live fam, who, again, they'll uh, pop up in this chat as well. So, D-Live fam, hope you all are doing well. I haven't seen any comments from y'all yet, but that's okay. That's okay. Sometimes it takes the D-Live fam a little while to get going. Uh, unfortunately, I can't not do. I cannot do this yet. Unfortunately, I cannot do this yet for the Odyssey fam. But hopefully, one day soon. Lakeland Dental Arts, welcome back to the show. Glad to see you in here, Robert Frey. Thank you for being here as well, Daniel Thorne. There's a D-Live fam says, "Yay, two new follows." Yes, probably from trolls. So I'm I've life has been so much easier on DLive ever since I implemented you have to be a follower for at least an hour before you can actually comment. It really has made life so much easier and so much happier. <laughs> it really has. Uh JKDBuck76, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh he asked the question. He asked the question, what audio settings are you using this evening? So I've got the compressor on. 
with 4DB. That's kind of where we ended at the last uh, random recording. By the way, there was a random live stream that I did uh, on Friday morning, yesterday morning, and it was just testing out sound settings. So right now, I've got the compressor on with plus 4DB and the big bottom. I got that big bottom on, JKD Buck, and I know that's what you were wanting to hear. So, <laughs> you're welcome for being able to mention the big bottom again. Daniel Thorne, happy National Garfield the Cat Day. Is that true? Is it really? Is it really that day? Is that a real thing? Let me know in the chat, of course, if that is indeed the case. All right, J.K.D. Buck, who is a member, says, Odin, which sequel does a better job of being a good sequel? Terminator 2 or Aliens? Both of them do fantastic jobs. I honestly think they are the best sequels of franchises that I can think of, like sequels that I enjoyed um, more than any other sequels. Uh, personally, I think both Terminator 2 and Aliens are the best films in those franchises. I know, I know there's debate. I know that there are people out there that do not agree. I know there are people that like the first Terminator more or who, who like Alien more. But Aliens and Terminator 2 are both films that are much more action-heavy, and I like those. I like those. They're, they're more my style. Uh, we got Greta Zenner. What's going on, Greta? Thank you very much for stopping by. She says, hope you have a happy Father's Day. Thank you, Greta. I appreciate it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Again, it's kind of just weird to think about. It's weird, weird to think about. Uh, Crisco612, I see you in the chat. Thank you very much for being here. Slicer Neon's tagged and says, happy All Father's Day Eve, everyone. <laughs> All Father's Day Eve, you say. All right, here we go. Dolores, Ed, thank you very much for that $14.99 super chat. Very much appreciate it. Um, let's see. It says here, I haven't watched in a long while. My dog Spirit passed away in May. I've asked all my favorite streamers to give a shout out to my amazing boy, and I wish everyone to love and hug their pets. Well, shout out to Spirit. I'm very sad and very sorry to hear that happen. Uh, I've, I've lost a lot of dogs uh, in my life. My parents had dogs. And still have dogs. And, of course, I have my two hounds of Asgard, who are now, like, four. They're up to four. The youngest is three and a half. Oldest is around four. Which, even in my head, is just mind-boggling to me because they're always puppies. And, um, anyway, very sorry to hear that, though, Dolores. Ed, shout out to Spirit. And I think a lot of us can absolutely uh, connect with that. So, thank you for that, Super Chat Man. And a shout out to Spirit. And thank you very much for, for stopping by and being a part of the chat tonight. Uh, Daniel Thorne hanging out over on DLive. What's going on? Hanging out. Robert Frey, thank you very much. Thank you. I very much appreciate that. Again, very odd for me. Uh, Laura, thank you very much. Yeah, happy first Father's Day. You only get one, I suppose, first Father's Day. So thank you. I appreciate it. We got the Kingslayer, says Revenge of the Sith or Return of the Jedi. I'm a Return of the Jedi. I, I, I think Revenge of the Sith is the best of the prequels. However, I, I still stand by. I don't think the dialogue is 
is very good in any of the prequel films. Even Revenge of the Sith, as much as I do enjoy it, has some incredibly cringeworthy dialogue. Annie, you're breaking my heart. I just... Whereas with... Whereas with Return of the Jedi, you don't really have those moments, and the biggest complaint that people typically have about that movie is the Ewoks, and I like the Ewoks. I think they're cute. I think they're cuddly. I think they're funny. Anyway, General Wingster says, So are we free to discuss Big Bottom and bypassing the compressor? Well, I'm not, bypass- not, I'm not bypassing the compressor today. So uh, the Big Bottom, though, should indeed be on uh, for y'all. So hopefully everything's coming through sound-wise okay. Uh, Lakeland Dental Art says, Happy Father's Day. Thank you. I, I very much appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Matthew Highland, thank you as well for the well wishes. Appreciate it. Alice McCarthy says, was modding Chris's stream earlier. Jeremy was wigging put when she had sharp objects. Was wigging put? I don't know what that means. I'm sure you corrected it later on. But anyway, yeah, Krista was sharp objects. That's, um, that, that's not scary at all. Uh, Laura says, I think this is my longest and favorite name. Laura Ryan stole my fan fiction story was good too. Yes, I do really like this one too. And yeah, I think this would be the longest that the name has ever been. It's kind of amazing that YouTube actually even allows that as well. <laughs> Nathan Slade says, I rewatched Goodfellas last, last night and it's incredible. It could have come out yesterday and it's way better than any Marvel film in my opinion. Goodfellas is a great film. No doubt about it. Uh, let's see. Bruce says, oh, I am sending you my copy of it. Oh. Oh, are you now? Well, thank you. Uh, Jacob Juice. We got the juice in the house. Jacob Juice. I only ever see him in the Patreon Q&A questions. And every now and then he'll show up on the live streams. Thank you for being here, man. Uh, and he says, Dear Odin, I wanted to thank you for the great podcast you did with John. My question for you now is, are you maybe planning to watch High and Low from Kurosawa? Thank you very much. Absolutely. Uh, that actually goes into what I was uh, going to talk about with the uh, Criterion Collection, or rather the Criterion Channel, is that it has almost every single Kurosawa movie on there. The only one it didn't have was uh, Kagemusha which I was just able to watch today and thoroughly enjoyed. By the way, Amazon screwed up, and I ended up getting two copies of Kagemusha. And so at some point, at some point, I haven't decided when yet, but at some point I'll be giving away this copy. Because that's, uh, again, Kira Kurosawa Criterion Collection. That's a prize right there. That is a prize for sure. Uh, but yeah, absolutely, I'm planning on it because also I believe uh, Tashira Mifune is also in that film, and I do like some Tashira Mifune. Red Rooster, welcome back. Orange Eye Reviews, who's a member, says just got back from a nice day of swimming in my aunt's pool. I feel relaxed and awesome. How you doing? I'm doing great. Probably not as relaxed as you, um, though I don't like the sun, so I, I suppose that I'm doing okay. <laughs> Phonemo over on D Live, fam. What's going on, Phonemo? Thank you very much for being here. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. 
All right, let's see. Super Anime Gamer here says, uh, I'm good, thanks. Bored on a Saturday. Watched Bo, Bur- uh, Bo Burnham's new Netflix special earlier, and it's fantastic. I highly recommend it. Cool. I've, I, I'm not much... I, I've never really seen his uh, his comedy, to be honest. I'm kind of weird when it comes to stand-up. There are certain stand-up comics that I am absolutely willing to... or, or like, more so uh, passionate about looking further into. But... Um, he's not one of them. I, I just, I've never really, never had a reason to, I guess. Kara Tharp is a member. Hey, how's it going? Kara Tharp, how's it going? Glad to see you here. Glad to see you here. Yeah, no, no comments over, says Daniel Thorne. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> it's quiet, but that's okay. D-Live fam is, is, is awesome. Uh, Zero says, oh, and happy Father's Day. Oh, thank you. Thank you for, for squeezing that in at the end. Uh, Goblin Squatch, what's going on? Says, hey, I made it early this time. Yeah, and I saw your super chat. Thank you very much for that super chat. I will I will read that out when it gets uh, to the chat where I can uh, highlight it and show it to everybody. So thank you, Goblin Squatch, for that super chat. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see. Rob D says, what's a genre film that you just couldn't get into? For me, it's horror films. The tropes of horror films just keep me from enjoying them. Uh, yeah, horror films are ones that are the most difficult for me to get into. However, I think there has to be a separation between horror films and thrillers. I love thrillers, uh, and I'm not as much of a fan of, of horror. Like, I would consider Psycho to be a thriller, though some would, I think, say that there's some horror aspects to it. I guess it comes down to me where the I there's a specific type of horror film that I just stay away from. Anything that deals with like demonic possession, anything that deals with supernatural ghost stuff, I, I stay away from that kind of thing. It's just never really been my cup of tea. Anything also that relies on jump scares, to me it's just a very cheap trick. Not the band, but it's a very cheap trick, and so I, I try to avoid those as much as I possibly can. So th- those would be the ones that that I like the least, uh, to say the least. New number two, what's going on, Dean Heiss? Thank you very much for being in the chat. Saying just notice that I hit one year of channel membership a year uh, a couple days ago. Well, congratulations, man, and thank you very much for being a member for that long. It's awesome. Uh, Lakeland Dental Arts says, make trolls pay a $20 cover charge. That should send them packing. Well, to be honest, if if I could do that for them, then I, I probably would. <laughs> because then my, my mods would come in and ban them right away. <laughs> and be like, hey, thanks for the cover charge, at least. It's like, if, it, if it's that important for you to have to come in and do something like that, I mean, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, lordy. All right, at least there's a couple people now on DLive. So, again, on DLive, if y'all have any comments or questions y'all want highlighted, it read aloud, please make sure you put at Odin at the beginning. Appreciate it. Uh, CWD Trixie Tagnus says, The best sequel that was never made, Spaceballs 2, The Search for More Money. Yes, this is absolutely true. Nathan Slay says, The Dark Knight is another fantastic sequel. I would definitely agree with you there. It is definitely great. Griffin Turbo, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Slytanian says, do you not include Star Wars and Lord of the Rings in your top sequels list since it's technically one story? Um, Kind of, sort of. I mean, but even in Star Wars, actually, I think in both, 
I Empire, I think, is the best of the Star Wars trilogy by far. So I, I guess that would still hold true there. And I I I do love Two Towers, mostly because of the Battle of Helm's Deep. However, I'm always in this weird I'm always in this debate with myself because I honestly think Fellowship might be my favorite. Two Towers has Helm's Deep, which is great. But I just love the origin story, the characters coming together, and all the stuff that happens in Fellowship. And the end of Fellowship as well. I think there's just a lot of really great, powerful moments in Fellowship. So that's the one I always get a little bit stuck on. However, I I do sometimes have Two Towers as my favorite. Depends on the day, I guess. Golden Ration says, we have a cat who's 11 years old. Nice. Very cool. No, Dolores, Ed, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I saw that you sent another super chat, so thank you again for that. Uh, probably it's a sticker based on what I'm seeing up here, but I'll be sure to highlight that. Uh, Crisco, what's going on, says, I didn't have huge expectations, but Luca was very charming. And my favorite movie so far this summer. Even a lesser Pixar movie is still better than most movies that come out today. Yeah, it's free on uh, Disney+. Plus. It's interesting to me what movies they choose to release for free on Disney+, Plus and what movies they choose to charge on Disney+. Plus. It's just kind of an odd decision-making process there. I guess there are certain movies that they absolutely want to be hidden behind the Disney paywall, and there's others that they just don't care about, I guess. And it's also, isn't it odd that it seems to me that some of their better movies are free on Disney Plus, like Soul, which I actually really enjoyed last year. That was released for free on Disney Plus originally. Um, so I have not seen Luca yet. I, I I'm just not really that interested in the story. Um, but I might watch and review it when I take a break from my uh, samurai films because I've now there's two reviews. There's three reviews, two reviews, two reviews I have to do for the channel still. Um, I have two Zatsuichi films to do, Zatsuichi on the road, and Zatsuichi and the gold chest, I think is what the full one is, and I don't like the ending of Zatsuichi on the road, because it ends very abruptly, randomly, so I had an issue with that, like, at one point, he's fighting all these people, they, they push a bunch of carts, and he gets trapped, and then they try and attack him, and he kills one person, and then, like, all of a sudden, it, like, kind of just jumps ahead, and he's on the road walking away. And I was like, what? This is kind of weird. And then uh, the chest of gold, I also was probably not a... That was probably my least favorite of the Zatsuichi films so far, because whoever took over that project got way, way over-stylized. Like, from the very intro itself, the intro is so stylized, and then there's so many just cheesy, stylized shots in it. And it felt to me... It it felt so disconnected from all of the other films I've seen in that franchise so far. And because of that separation, it's, it's, it's by far my least favorite of them so far. But yeah, I have a couple of reviews to do there. And then I just started the second film in the Lone Wolf and Cub series. And already from the beginning of the second one, it's it's uh, it's too campy for me. It's just I like I like the serious samurai films of Kurosawa or even the I, I like this I like I want a film to be either serious samurai like Kurosawa or lighthearted 
but also serious samurai like uh, the Zatoichi franchise. Lone Wolf and Cub is just stylized. It's just stylized and weird, and there's good elements to it, but I'm just like, ah, it just doesn't, it, it's not hitting for me. And, and I, know there's a, I know there's some people, and I'm sure Tina is, is a huge fan of it as well, um, of the Lone Wolf and Cub series. I, I'm just not into it right now. I'm loving the Zatsuichi, except for this last movie, which I just, it, again, it still has some good moments in it, but ugh. Anyway, Goblin Squelch, thank you for, sorry, Goblin Squatch. Goblin Squatch, thank you for that $5 super chat. Says, your pizza was on point last night. Always enjoy you on Friday night tights. Well, thank you, Goblin Squatch. I appreciate that. Uh, this is the most that you'll ever hear me talk because, <laughs> because there's not as much time to talk. Um, though I think last night I was definitely the most talkative that I'd been in in a while. So um, there is that. But Goblin Squatch, thank you very much. Uh, let's see what's going on over on the... Uh, Odyssey fam. Megazord Jeremy hanging out over there. Always Megazord Jeremy. He says, I always wondered what type of body type would Keanu Reeves and Hugh Jackman have when they aren't doing movies. I don't think even most celebrities like them could maintain a ripped body type with wh- while they have downtime from doing movies. They must have pre-shaped body build like pear-shaped body builds like most it's a very weird comment megazord jeremy and i i I expect nothing less but thank you for being here nonetheless um i I mean it's never gonna be i guess the screen ready body type but i think that they are gonna still look good i you know they can people can still maintain body i mean think about people who, who work out for a living so also, it's not a question I ever really think about because I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what they look like, <laughs> even when they're on screen. Like to be honest, it's like I don't, I don't that that. Uh, oh, oh, look, he's got a six pack. I don't care about that. Anyway, people are like, "Oh, Odin likes Ewoks. Ewoks are evil." No, Ewoks are fine. How dare you? You take that back, Soul Assassin. You take that back. Ewoks are not evil. How dare you? All right, Nathan Slay says, which one is better, Godfather or Goodfellas? Um, very different type of films. I think the better film film is Godfather, and then the one that I'd be more likely to watch more than once, probably Goodfellas. But again, they're very different genres for sure. Orange Eye Reviews says, oh, to look forward and smile, it's for a Father's Day present. Hopefully that was all you needed. <laughs> Uh, Rob D, I know you probably don't know who this is, but Matt Wilkins approves of your Ewoks comments. He's a Star Wars EU YouTuber. Ryan knows him. Ah, well, thank you for letting me know. JKDBuck76 says, Oh, let's be thankful that they haven't made a gender-swapped remake of The Three Amigos. Can you imagine if they made The Three Amigas? Brie Larson, Rosie O'Donnell, and Brie Larson again? Good Lord, please never, ever, ever, ever do that. Ever do that. Not only don't ever make a Three Amigas, because Three Amigos is perfect in and of itself, but especially with that casting. Oh, that's that's just some cringeworthy stuff going on. Uh, Evan S., what's going on? Welcome, welcome. 
Alice McCarthy says here, <laughs> R.I.P.D. or Fate of the Furious? Fate of the Furious. R.I.P.D. is always going to be one of the trashiest films ever made. No doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, there is the uh, the super chat. Thank you. No message there. $2 super chat from Dolores Ed. Thank you very much again uh, for that. I appreciate it. Uh, Thursday the Warrior says, Amazon messed up and sent you two for, uh, two for one. However, are they staying in? However, are they staying in business? It's a terrible business model. So basically, what happened was the first one got lost in the mail, essentially. So it was hanging out in it. It was hanging out in Georgia for like s- several days. It was supposed to have arrived last Sunday, and then it it was just stuck for a couple of days. And so Amazon has this automated system where after a couple of days, if it hasn't arrived yet, you have the option to either request a refund or to request another copy. And so I was able to put that in. Turns out like the day after or within 24 hours of putting in that second request, it showed up on my door. The first one showed up at my door Uh, and I'd already put the other request in. And so when it came in, I'm like, oh, cool, I can use this and give it away to somebody. So... It ended up working out for the best. All right, let's see. Bruce says, yes, I was thinking you might give away the next time you have one of those. Yes, the next time I have one, and I don't know when that might be. Never know. Never know when that might be. Keely Chow, what's going on, Keely? Glad to see you here. Golden Ration says, R.I.P. John Panette. Yes, 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 absolutely. And let me see if I can do this right. Hopefully this actually will play. I said, oh, nay, nay. I I say nay, nay. It's easier for me. Nay, nay. Nay. There you go. So hopefully that played through for y'all. So that's a, a little bit of John Panette. R.I.P. John Panette. I forgot that I still had that video up. I haven't like reshaped it or anything since I got the new webcam. Uh, but yeah, I love I love me some John Panette. I say nay nay. I say nay nay. So uh, that that was for you, good sir. That was for you, Golden Ration. And yes, seriously. Um, God, I love John Panette. Love John Panette. So funny. All right, Laura says, I started Shadow and Bone on Netflix. Interesting fantasy series, but has a bit of young adult feel. Salty Nerd Podcast recommended it. I was listening. I'm about maybe 10, 15 minutes into the Salty Nerd Podcast. By the way, shout out to the Salty Nerd Podcast. Gave them a big shout out in one of my last videos. Um, And they have me interested in it. However, they do point out that in the book, there is a huge conversation about class. And so one of the main characters is often put down because of her class, but the series decided to adapt it to her race. Uh, that made me um that has me not wanting to watch it. The fact that Netflix made a conscious decision to instead of including the concept of class divisions, turn it into a race decision, which obviously was made because of probably i just know that they made that decision because of the times etc i was just like okay no uh, i'm not as interested in that anymore but um i'm glad to hear that it's it's apparently pretty good also they were talking about how the side there's like these side characters that are in another series that's like 
uh, parallel to the original series that are a lot more interesting. And I was like, okay, so maybe once they make that movie, I'll <laughs> or or that series on those characters, maybe that'll be enough. So, all right, Thursday the Boy, who's a member, says, I've got my tickets to see uh, J.P. Sears next month. J.P. Sears. Is that a comedian, I think? He was supposed to be here a couple months ago, but he tested positive for the coof. Uh, is J.P. Sears, is that the one who does the, like, the long red hair and is just freaking hilarious? I think that's who, I think that's who that is. All right, Brightburn1985, thanks for tagging me, says, I know you don't like John Campia. I don't agree with him either. However, I heard he went to Disneyland with his wife for their anniversary and Campia got ripped off. He lost 1500 bucks. Well, he got ripped off in the sense of they went with the primary purpose of going on two rides and because of the stupid system that California's Disneyland has set up because California politically is stupid as Disney as well is also stupid, especially when it comes to COVID policy and restrictions with their online queue nonsense that essentially it it was made impossible for them to be able to go on those two rides. So again, them not being able to go on those two rides and that's the primary purpose for them going. Okay. I definitely think that that is not cool. I, I, I think, Obviously, I'm never going to defend Disney in in this because I think Disney's whole online queue stuff is nonsense. I think any park, any person still having any restrictions whatsoever, especially when most of your stuff is outside, I think it's ridiculous, period. However, it happening to John Campia and him, quote, losing $1,500 or whatever, it's like, I'm sorry, but there's so many other things to do in California in those parks, for one... And two, John Campia, I know that you have $1,500 to burn, and so therefore I say, eh, probably karma. However, I do think still Disney's Disney's terrible. So, (laughs) it's one of those things where neither of them are the good guy in this situation, and so I I don't award either of them points, and may God have mercy on all of their souls. Oh, man, oh, man. Yeah, because let's not forget the things that John Campy has said about anyone who's been critical of the Disney Star Wars saga. All right, let's let I'm not going to let I'm not going to let that leave my brain. So to hear him complain saying Disney took my money, I'm going to be like. Oh, 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 now now you want to complain about Disney. Oh, okay, Interesting. By the way, has John Campia ever brought up the Uyghur concentration camps? Has John Campia ever called out Disney for the Uyghur concentration camps? Because if he hasn't, and he's complaining about Disneyland having their their rides closed off because of their digital cues, get out of here, man. Seriously. And when, when it comes to that, I'm glad they stole your money. Quote, stole your money. Because that's the other thing, too, is that he could have done the research to see how the digital queue worked. And I'm sure he would have seen, had done had he done any research at all, that the digital queues filled up pretty quickly. To me, it just sounds like John Campia was an idiot. And that 
that idiocy was shown on display, and now he's trying to complain, and I guarantee you this is what's going to happen. He wanted to do this, he's made it public, and he's complaining about it because he knows that his channel is big enough, he knows that his influence is big enough, where his complaints are going to reach the ears of certain people, and he's going to get a refund, or he's going to get a special treatment to be able to ride those rides, and it'll be an anniversary gift, and then guess what he'll do then? He'll make a follow-up video where he says, Disney made it right, Disney is a a great company. Guarantee you. Wait about a year max, and if that doesn't happen, I'll apologize. But just you wait. Campia is all a part of that access media. Is all a part of that access shill media. Guarantee you something like that will happen. That's why he made it public. That's why he's being so uh, outspoken about this. Because he wants them to make it right for him. And he knows that he has access. He knows that he has influence. I will never shed a tear for John Campia when it comes to this kind of stuff. You want to play that access media game with Disney? And you get burned by it? Good. Sorry. Bit of a bit of a rant there. But, whew, oh lordy. Anyway. <sighs> Super. Says, I get that... I get that I'm picky about my stand-up, too. The reason I recommend Bo's newest is because it's so different. It's sometimes humorous look at mental health and the world during lockdown. Uh, yeah, I, um, I, don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm sold on that. Uh, Project Storyline, welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Thirsting Warrior says, I used to be quite frustrated that the theaters would show horror trailers at sci-fi movies. The audience is not the same. I usually avoid horror. Yeah, I don't like how there is that weird crossover, for sure. I really do think that the, <laughs> you're completely right. Those audiences are not always the same. However, there has been, I think, in the history of sci-fi, a lot of crossover into the realm of horror, and so it does make sense from a marketing, it does make some sense from a marketing standpoint. You, we may not like it, but I think it makes sense. JKD Buck says, I would love Spaceballs, The Schwartz Awakens. I, I think anything, as long as you have uh, Mel Brooks behind it, um, will be good. Kara Tharp says, I'm enjoying my Saturday so far. I've been watching John Hughes movies. Nice. Not a bad way. Not a bad way to spend the day. For sure. All right. Snorri Poopus Cuber, who's a member, says, I liked all three Lord of the Rings movies, but Fellowship stayed closer to the books and will always be my favorite. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I like them all three. I like all three as well. I think that they're all uh, one continuous story. No question about it. Uh, but obviously, they are also three distinct movies with three distinct tones. And so that's where uh, that comes in. Daniel Thorne says, June 19th, 1978 is when the Garfield comic strip launched. Interesting. Kingslayer tags and says, Two Towers just felt like filler for Return of the King, and uh, Battle of Helm's Deep is good for its time, but lacks suspense like The Empire Strikes Back. If you're saying that Battle of Helm's Deep lacks suspense, I would disagree wholeheartedly with that. Um, I will agree, though, that The Two Towers, especially the extended edition, definitely has some filler stuff in there. Um, but I still like it. And I think that's why I'm today much more leaning towards uh, Fellowship. Just so good. Unpopular opinion with you, but Spider-Man 2 is another fantastic sequel to me. That's not an unpopular opinion at all. Nathan Slay, that's not an unpopular opinion. That's a very common opinion. <laughs> I would I would argue that most people think Spider-Man 2 
uh, the, of the Tobey Maguire one, that that one is the superior one. I disagree with that one, so it's unpopular with me because that that last shot of MJ running in the wedding dress is so cringeworthy. I prefer the first one because of it. But that is not an unpopular opinion, dude. <laughs> That's not an unpopular opinion at all. Kara uh, Tharp is the member says Return of the King is my favorite. Yeah, I mean, I like it, just not my favorite. Too many endings. <laughs> Thirsty's Warrior. It's all part of D- Dizzy's master plan. As Laura's pointed out with her name, they're masters of planning and strategy, probably. Uh, Daniel Thorne, I watched Luca and it was great. Free Disney movies are beating out the paid. But yeah, doesn't surprise me. Does uh, make me kind of want to watch it, though, hearing your response. Uh, slushies versus milkshakes. Oh, milkshakes every day, man. Milkshakes are my jam. I love me some milkshakes. In the words of... Oh, I forget the character's name. But anyway, from the movie There Will Be Blood, I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Fantastic. But yes, much more prefer the milkshakes. Uh, Tina says for her that the gold one is is uh, her least favorite. Okay. Well, those are the only ones that I've seen so far, so it very well could be. Uh, my, not my least favorite as it goes on. Hopefully the others don't become as stylized as this one was. Matthew Highland Tagnus says, I started watching Narcos really good so far. Yeah, I've heard that recommended to me before. Jacob Buck says, why do we love the character of Zatoichi? Was it, what was it about him? Why is he so compelling? I think the reason why I am drawn to the character and why a lot of people are drawn to the character is because he comes across as so wholesome and yet he, he, he has layers. You know, there's this great sequence when he's talking to one of the women who falls in love with him and he's like, I, I don't think you understand who you are falling in love with. You know, I, I have been involved with the Yakuza. I have killed people. I have known many women, right? I've slept with many women before. Um, and it's only when the movies start that we start to see the character, we start to see the, the character of Zatsuichi begin to have this change of heart where now he is starting to realize and recognize that he is a part of a system that he doesn't want to be a part of any longer. And the negative impacts that that system has on innocent people and the role that he has played in that as well. One of the only really good things I would say about the, the Zatoichi film that I've just seen with the, with the golden chest is that there is this moment where in the very beginning, he's going to a town to pay his respects to a gravesite to someone that he killed who he didn't have to kill. And he's starting to realize like there are people that I have killed that I probably didn't need to. Um, in this case, it was a one-on-one sequence. Uh, the, the person was running away from the fight. He wasn't involved with the fight, but he was attacked and he didn't know who it was because he's blind. And so he makes this comment about how saying, you know, because I'm blind, I didn't know who it was. All I know is someone was coming at me with a sword, and so therefore I responded. And I think that's just another one of those many examples of there are just so many different layers to Zatoichi. And that's why we're so drawn to him, because there's this complexity there. And also because, too, with the state that he's in now, he is very likable. He, he fights for what's right. 
he does the right thing more often than not, you know, and, and he obviously still, ha- you know, makes mistakes. Of course, he, he has made many mistakes in his past, and I think that's the reason why a lot of people are drawn to him for that reason. All right, let's see what's going on over on the uh, Odyssey fam. So again, make sure you tag me over on Odyssey. Uh, just does help out a whole lot. Elemental Rad tagged and says, you are allowed to rant no problem at here. No problem here. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Sensational Bing, thank you for being in the chat. I appreciate it. Daniel T, thank you for being in the chat. And also, thank you for pointing out uh, Garfield's date of birth being June 19th. Well, happy birthday to Garfield then. Happy birthday to Garfield. All right. By the way, it is... Uh, 7.24 in the chat is where I am. It's 7.44 in real life, so I am 20 minutes behind. But what's kind of cool about the system that I have now is that the chat doesn't jump on me as much. I've had issues before. Remember, there was this one day I had issues, but that was because I think there were some other things going on. Um, but chat has not jumped on me, which makes me happy. All right, Soul Assassin says, check out Miami Connection. It's got ninjas and full of cheesy goodness. Uh, I would suggest, uh, would back, or rather Tina would back my suggestion. Yeah, and that's just the thing, though, is that cheesiness, I'm kind of a weird, I have a weird taste when it comes to cheesiness. Sometimes I think it works, sometimes it doesn't. And as I was saying with the Zatoichi films and with the Lone Wolf and Cub, there there are certain elements when they add in this this like more cheesy element that I'm not a fan. Like again, I'm right now I would not call myself a fan of the Lone Wolf and Cub series. I'm not saying that it's bad. I'm not saying that it's garbage. What I'm saying is that there's a lot more films that I've seen in Japanese cinema. Uh, during that era, like during that samurai feudal era Japan, that are just so much better, so much more entertaining. That I, w- I would rather, I would rather re, for instance, I would rather rewatch the first three, especially Zatsuichi films, before watching the next Lone Wolf and Cub. Anyway, uh, Gary Banjo Sandwich Worthington, what's going on, man? Thank you for being here for that audio stream on Friday. Says. The sound is good. Awesome. Yeah, so this is a compressor that's on with plus 4 dB and the big bottom. So glad to hear that it sounds good to your ears. And hopefully it sounds good to everyone's ears as well. Or at least most people. Because obviously not everyone's going to be happy. And, and sound can can very often be subjective. Alright, CWD Trixie says, If they were to do a three Amigas... It would be Brie Larson, Melissa McCarthy, and Lily Singh. No, CW Trixie, don't give them ideas. Because you're right. <laughs> that probably would be what they would do. Or or substitute Lily Singh. Oh, no, 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 no. It would not be Lily Singh. It would not be Lily Singh. I I know who it would be. And um, her her name escapes me. And uh, she's, oh, my goodness gracious. What What is her name? What movie was she in that... Um, Oh, okay, she she was in. Oh, she was in a wrinkle in time. I was trying to think of what movie was she in that I would actually know when I look it up. Don't worry, everybody. You don't have to put it in the chat. I'm looking it up for myself. You know who it would be, though. It would be Mindy Kaling. That is who that third spot would go to. They wouldn't give it to Lily Singh. 
They would not give it to Lily Singh. They would give it to Mindy Kaling. No doubt in my mind they would give it to Mindy Kaling. And I'm now sick with myself for having said that because now it's going to (laughs) happen. Now it's going to happen and now it's going to be my fault. Now it's going to be my fault. So if this happens, CWD Trixie, me and you are now to blame for this because that would totally be the casting that they would do. (laughs) All right. Uh, Laura says, adding stylized samurai movies to the list of things Odin doesn't like under no content. (laughs) Oh, much love, Laura. Much love. Uh, Robert Moobly, welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad to have you in the chat once again. Appreciate it. All right, Daniel Thorne says, lasagna or mac and cheese? I prefer mac and cheese. Personally, I like me some mac and cheese. Uh, Laura says, I've never understood the Ewok hate. As a little person, they were kind of my furry little heroes. Hashtag Ewoks matter. Yes, Laura. Yes, Laura. Totally, totally agree. Totally agree, for sure. Uh, in fact, I think that means that I can uh, I can play something for you, and I'm going to try not to mess this up like uh, like it would be on Friday Night Tights, but to that, to this comment right here. Yes. Yes, Lord. Yes. Thank you very much for that. Look at that. I've got skills. <laughs> I've got the same thing that Gary does. I just don't use it as much because uh, that's a whole other sound thing that I don't want to dive into. All right, let's see. Brightburn says, are you familiar with the Toho Godzilla film from 54 and the recut 1956 Americanized version with actor Raymond Burr? It's kind of similar to Justice League and the Snyder Cut. Um, no. Uh, rather, I'm familiar with the first one because people have recommended to me the original Godzilla from 1954. People have absolutely recommended that to me before, and that's actually a good segue. Let me go ahead now and dive into my uh, my news report and give a little mini review here of the... Um, and I'll do it quickly because I don't want to fall behind in the comments too badly. So maybe if y'all can slow down the comments just for a little bit, that way I can get any comments that have been posted so far. But anyway, uh, the Criterion Collection has its own channel called the Criterion Channel. And let me just say, I've pretty much fallen in love with this streaming service. It's a streaming service that I've been able to watch on my NVIDIA Shield. It's available on... You know, iPhones, Androids, Roku, like all of the typical streaming services you can watch it on. It saves your progress, so you're able to watch it. That does lead me to the one issue that I do have with it, which is that if you aren't careful, sometimes if you're watching on one device and then you try picking up on another device, it sometimes doesn't transfer um, seamlessly, like you would have on a Netflix or on an Amazon Prime, or uh, for me, like you know, if you have a Plex server, right? It, it's not as good. What I've figured out though is, let's say you're watching something and you get to a certain point in the film and you pause it. If you back out of everything, like if you just back out of everything within Criterion itself, and you get back to like this menu here where it's like my list and like what I'm watching then at that point, it does save. You can then turn it off. And then if you pick it up on another device, it it works fine. But there was a couple of times when I had paused it on my TV 
and I had just closed out of the app and then I went to go continue it on another device and it didn't save the locations. So that's like the only issue that I've really found with this service so far as far as the actual functionality is concerned. But otherwise, it's it's been great. What's also as cool is that I'm still within the two-week free trial they offer. Um, and I'm not sponsored by them. I kind of wish I was because it'd be really cool <laughs> to be able to, uh, to promote them in that way. But it, it's been a really cool experience. So if you are a big fan of Japanese cinema especially, or maybe more art house type movies as well, anything really that Criterion has ever released, they have almost everything. And I say almost everything because one example I can think of is the movie Ron is not available on here. And I think that has something to do with uh, distribution rights changing because Criterion did a DVD release for Ron, but they never did a Blu-ray one because I think it was Studio Canal actually picked up the rights and did a Blu-ray release, which actually ended up being not a very good release. Um, However, Ron is getting a 4K release, but on digital. So I'm hoping that since it's getting a 4K release on digital, it means that it eventually will also get a 4K release on physical media as well. I actually was given access to that 4K cut, and so I'll be checking that out um, as soon as I possibly can. Uh, But anyway, so y'all have been mentioning before about Godzilla. Um, One other minor quip quip issue that I would have specifically with the service is that when you go to the homepage, unfortunately, Criterion does like to push more you know, politicize stuff. Like it's one of those, it's like one of those companies that loves to always change its banner during, uh, during the month of June, for instance, it it's like any other company. I mean, that's pretty much every company nowadays. And when you especially go into the movie industry and all these things, you know, you find a lot of that there too. But other than the home screen, if you know what you're looking for, I mean, you're not going to fall into any, anything crazy. But anyway, if you look in Godzilla, these are all the films that they have. Uh, so I assume, yeah, so the 1954 Godzilla uh, is right here. So let me go ahead and click on that. And Oh, I don't want to play it. I definitely do not want to play it. Uh, I want to add it to my list, though. Boom. So it has now been officially added to the list. Uh, but anyway, so that's the original Godzilla film right there. Uh, let's see what this one is. There is a... Ooh, okay, that's the other cool thing they have. So they have collections. So you can look up individual films. You can look up individual uh, directors, people like that, and they have these collections. And so let's go ahead and open this up. So this has 14 films in it. And so um, let me see. Let's see. So obviously it's got the 1954 Godzilla. It's It's got Godzilla Commentary. 1956, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. It's got night or recorded 2011. Okay, so it's got commentary there. Let's see. Okay, so this looks like it's a very limited list. Let me try and find a better. Let me go back to actually my. Uh, let's go back to now playing to show you a better example of what I mean. So anyway, so here's what I was saying. Was again, this is what I was talking about before. One of the issues, like the first thing you see, queer sided. It's the month of June. Uh, so here's my list. So as you can see, I have here Lone Wolf and Cub. That is a series of films. Also, Zatsu, uh, sorry, Zatsuichi, The Blind Swordsman. So they have this entire collection. And so if you go down, you see, look, they have every single one going up until the number 24 in 1972. And let's see, was there more? Oh, it looks like there was. There was another 25 in 1973. 
And uh, looks like there was also a documentary on it as well. So there you go. Just a look at the Criterion channel. So again, they got tons of stuff, tons of really cool things. Uh, obviously, HBO Max does have some of these movies too because there is uh, some crossover uh, as there are some deals that have been made uh, where some Criterion films are featured on HBO Max. But I just wanted to give you all a little bit of the insight on my experience with this service. And and again, they have just tons of movies and uh, just to give you a little bit, yeah, so this one, Zatoichi and the Chest of Gold, this was my least favorite so far. On the Road was the one where I haven't done a review on this either, but the ending is kind of out of nowhere. So my next one is Zat- Zatoichi's Flashing Sword. Excuse me. The one I'm looking forward to the most, though, um, is, where is it? This one. I cannot wait for Zatoichi meets Yojimbo because, oh man, to see... the actor that plays Zatoichi come up against Tashira Mifune as Yojimbo is just I just already know it's going to be epic also look at that I love that actor too so anyway uh, just a little insight into the Criterion Collection uh, service so anyway alright let's get back to y'all's comments so it looks like some of them yeah some of them may have been uh some comments may have been skipped, and that's why I told y'all to slow down, but y'all don't listen. And uh, that's just what happens sometimes. That's just what happens. Anyway, it's 7.34 in the chat, so still a little bit behind. Uh, so let me see here. JKDBuck76 says, If Campia had to be screwed by someone, I'm glad it was by Disney. Yes, I totally agree. I, I think it was very, very fitting for that to be the case. Soul Extraction, who's a member on the channel, what's going on? Says, I'm late, but hail Odin in chat. Hail to you. Glad to see you back, as always. Very appreciative to see you here. Uh, let's see. Dean Heiss says, you mean John Campia didn't use Do You Know Who I Am line? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. if he, I haven't watched it. I, I haven't watched it because you know what? I don't even want to give it a click. But the fact that he's made it a very public affair tells me that he's trying to gain clout so that they either refund him or give him some special access. He's, he's trying to throw the weight that he has around because whether I like him or not, he does have a large following and that means a lot of influence. Nathan Slay says, about John Campia, I will quote from Mr. Pink from Reservoir, Dro- from Re- Reservoir Dogs. Here's the world's smallest violin playing for Campia and his horrible disappointments. Yep, pretty much. Pretty much how I, w- I would imagine most people feel. <laughs> uh, by the way, smash that like button, light up that fire button if you're watching on Odyssey. I'm going to get to Odyssey in a little bit, but I do want to catch up uh, with my with my chat over here so I don't fall behind again. All right. Orange Review says, Odin, check your Discord. And if you can share the general chat area, you can share everyone your Father's Day gift. Um, as you know, things get crazy here. So I don't know if I'd be able to share it because that would require me to do an extra bit of work. Um, <laughs> that's great. Uh, I do love that, though. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, again, I would share it, but I don't want to break anything, but he turned me into a Yu-Gi-Oh card and that's great. (laughs) Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, 
obviously, uh, I know my Valks. I believe Valks, y'all can, y'all can send invites to the Discord server. So that that's like the next best thing. Uh, if y'all want to post links to the Discord server, y'all can do that, and then that way people can check it out if they want to see what it looks like. Thank you, man. Though that's awesome. <laughs> Uh, let's see, Alice McCarthy says, I love horror, a not-woke genre. Uh, usually, yes. Evan S. says, milkshakes are better than Frosty. Do you, Okay, because you've brought something up different. Because they were saying, like, slushies. So, like, the, the more fruit-flavored beverages versus, like, you know, fruit and ice flavor versus ice cream flavored. Um, if you're talking about Wendy's Frosties, though... That's a tough one. I love I love me some Wendy's Frosties. Let me let me tell you. Uh Tim Elf, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad to see you in the chat. Glad to see you here. All right, King of Slayer, Tagna says, I always thought your breaking my heart was poetic and fit the Star Wars dramatic style. Never understood the hate. It's the it's the way that it is presented. The acting in that scene by Natalie Portman is awful. Annie, you're breaking my heart. You're going where I cannot follow. I mean, it's just not a good performance there. And that adds into the line. Oh, boy. <laughs> Look, we, we, we got a new channel in here, everybody. The Cheese Factor says, I like cheesy elements. I bet you do. I bet you do. Uh, I hope you enjoy the cheesy, the cheesiest of Captain Marvel. Yes, I can't wait to dive into that series. And as long as it's a good, refined kind of cheese, I think I'll be okay. But we'll see. Uh, what's going on, Jedi Knight Lego Darth Barbie fan? Very, thank you very much for being here. Coming from X-Ray Girl Stream, she's awesome. Rob D. Tang says, "I would love if someone." Uh, made a literal cheesy movie. Uh, think Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory, but it's cheese. That would be... <laughs> that could get disgusting pretty quickly. <laughs> Imagine, like, old cheese. Ew. <laughs> uh, Orange Hour Reviews as a member says, Oh, have you seen the 93 Disney Three Musketeers? Chris O'Donnell, Oliver Platt, Charlie Sheen, Rebecca DeMornay, uh, De and Tim Curry. Just saw it recently and love it. Ah, Yes. Love it, love it, love it. Tim Curry as the Cardinal, absolutely. Absolutely great. And I would say mostly because of, of Tim Curry. But all the other ones are great, too. Yeah, oh, little Chris O'Donnell. <laughs> Man, that was back in 93, though? That's crazy. Uh, Thirsty Warrior says, Zatoichi is also the underdogiest of underdogs. Blindness is a marked disadvantage. I've worked with the blind. They're not inspirational. They do not show uh, limitations. Don't have to cripple us. Yeah, absolutely, Thirsty Warrior. I think that's another reason why we're so drawn to that character as well is because, you know, he is never shy to, to reference it. People will mock him in the film and sometimes you can see it actually does impact him and yeah it definitely adds that underdog factor for sure even though obviously he'll just you know destroy people <laughs> all righty let us see let us see let's see avader 
Surge says, hey, Odin, hey, chat. How's everyone doing? Welcome to the chat. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Glad to see you here. Uh, JKDBuck76 says, Oral Exciter, Big Bottom, the world of audio engineering has some some, uh, tilted terminology. Yes, it does. Yes, it certainly does. I don't play around with that Oral Exciter, though. And I gotta gotta express the Oral part of that. (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Let us see. Tina was excited... Tina was excited, saying, there's the G-Man. There's the G-Man. So, uh, Ron being on uh, your watch list. No, 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 don't get me wrong. Like, you you can get access to it. Um, I'm not saying saying that you can't get access to it. Uh, I was just merely trying to point out that um, the quality is not going to be the same for it. Let me see if I can actually look that up real quick. Because I forgot, someone got the rights to do um, a release of Ron on 4K. Yeah, Lionsgate, actually, interestingly enough. So yeah, it says here, Kurosawa's 1985 epic Ron will get a digital a digital 4K release on July 6th. So I do have access to that, so I'll watch it and, and point out how it looks in comparison. Um, let us see if there's anything else here. It says, yeah, there's been so many different transfers and releases of Ron in, in history. Um, the retail price likely, I think it says here, will be $12.99. So, yeah, Lionsgate. Interesting. So, if Lionsgate is doing a digital 4K release, Lionsgate, not that you listen to me at all, but sometimes you send me things, please do a physical release of this. Do a legit 4K release Put on some fantastic special features. I will buy that thing right up. You won't even have to send that one to me. Because I want to own that movie. I love that movie. It's one of my favorite uh, of the Kurosawa movies. Bruce says, Raymond Burr is intercut into the film as an American reporter. I think they did a very good job of it. It's the version I like to watch. I'm assuming that's referencing the uh, the newer Godzilla, like the the Godzilla that they redid, the Americanized Godzilla. I guess is what you were saying. All right, let's us see. All right, Tina tagged and says, "I think HBO Max might have a larger collection of the old Godzilla films." Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And again, I I think that Criterion might too. It's just that I didn't want to, like, fuddle through too much on air. (laughs) So, I I was like, I could go through. I could, like, you know, try and find everything live on air. But I I decided not to. I do like the interface on my NVIDIA Shield, though, a lot more than the the web-based one. Uh, let's see. Laura says the Force Awakens ruined the word compressor for all time. I know, right? Seriously, though, it was a funny joke uh, for for those that were able to join me on Friday morning's uh, random surprise audio stream. We had a lot of fun with with compressor. There was a lot of jokes made about having to bypass bypass the compressor. Um, however, we are not bypassing the compressor. We are utilizing the compressor the way that it should be. 
Screw you, Ray. Uh, Brightburn85, I think V for Vendetta is my favorite comic book movie starring Natalie Portman. Sorry, I prefer Thor Ragnarok over the first Thor. So a couple things there. I do like V for Vendetta. I, I, I think that Natalie Portman is a great, gives a great performance in that film. Definitely, uh, definitely think that is true. And as far as Thor Ragnarok, I actually, I like Thor Ragnarok. I actually do like Thor Ragnarok. I know a lot of people don't, and I understand it, and I respect it. I respect the people who don't like it. I do. I find it enjoyable, and I find it entertaining. However, I don't know if I would say it's better or, or worse than the first one. I, I feel like they're very... Well, he, actually, no. Factually, they're different movies. Different styles, different genres, really, when you think about it, because there's a lot more comedy than there, you know, in Thor Ragnarok than there is in the first Thor. So it's hard for me to choose between them, but I probably would go with the original. If I if I was forced to watch one over and over again, I'd probably go with the OG Thor. Uh, let's see. Rob D says, I love to see a streaming channel like that Criterion one for car chase movies. Yeah, the, the issue with that, though, is when you get into something so broad, now you're dealing with so many different... Uh, so many different studios, etc. And you could argue the same with Criterion. The difference is that Criterion buys the distribution rights. And so, therefore, to have the distribution rights, that's why they're able to get all those movies all on one streaming service together. So you could theoretically have a company do that with, with that, but that is such a very specific niche, I, I doubt that that would ever happen, to just have one for car chases. Uh, let's see. Laura says, I gag every time someone says Mindy Kaling. She isn't funny. I hate her more than Tina hates. Well, any of the many people that Tina hates. That's a lot of hate. That's a lot of hate right there, Laura. <laughs> but yeah, I, I agree. She's not funny. She she really isn't. And then also, she was in A Wrinkle in Time, which was an abomination of a movie. Daniel Thorne over on DLive says, we listened. Comments are slowed down over here. Well, DLive fam, I know y'all listen. I know y'all always listen over there. <laughs> All right, head, heading over and checking out with my Odyssey fam. What's going up, Odyssey fam? Uh, let's see, Dark Shadow Logan joined the stream over there. Thank you very much for being over on Odyssey and supporting that platform. Very much appreciate it. And that was it for the Odyssey comments. Again, anyone, anywhere, tag me. At Odin at the very beginning of your comment. And it'll get red. Uh, right now it is 8.10. So I got about 20 minutes left or so left in the show. However, in the chat, I'm at 7.58. So I'm I'm about 12 minutes behind. 12 minutes behind in the chat. A long time ago. Uh, let's see. Jeremy Zakowski says, I joined late and already you're talking about Godzilla. Talk about fate. Ah, pure coincidence, I would say. Pure coincidence. Orange Chat, thank you again, man, for doing that. Looks awesome. Looks awesome. Appreciate it. Uh, let's see. CWD Trixie says, Frosties or Blast or Blizzards? Probably still Frosties, because to get a Blizzard, you have to go to Dairy Queen, and Dairy Queen is is one of the sketchiest fast food restaurants to exist. I don't know about y'all, but do you 
have the same experience where anytime you come across a Dairy Queen, it's either run down or it's in one of the most rundown parts of your city or town. That's been my experience with Dairy Queen. So even though I like Blizz... Actually, no. Are those blizzards? Am I getting my... I'm, now, I'm, now I'm confused. I don't know. But anyway, I think blizzards are DQ. Uh, but I would go with a frosty. I would go with a frosty. <laughs> I... My my brains were my brain was going okay yeah I'm seeing in the live chat right now people are saying Dairy Queen is blizzards yeah the upside down trick okay okay yes good 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 I was like I I'm pretty sure that's the one yeah I like the concept of a blizzard because you can put all like the stuff in it like Oreo like an you know, Oreo blizzard would be really good but yeah I think I'd probably still go with a uh, a frosty. All right, Andrew Hoyle, who is a member, says, For me, Natalie Portman peaked in Leon the Professional. Lord, man. You're basically wiping out her entire filmography. Except for that movie. Because she was she was pretty young. <laughs> she, was, she was pretty young when she did that film. Oh, man, oh, man. All right, let's see. The Physics Channel with Kenny Lee. Welcome back. Your Muslim uncle, welcome to the chat. Appreciate it. All right, Soul Assassin tagged and says, let's be honest, the You're Breaking My Heart line is better than the lines from the sequel trilogy, Bypass the Compressor. However, some people may not like what I'm about to say. I think the performance that Daisy Ridley gives when she says, I bypass the compressor, is better than the performance that Natalie Portman gave when she said, You're breaking my heart. Sorry, not sorry. You come here for honest opinion? Here it is. Aw, oh, thank you very much. You didn't tag me, but I saw that. Thank you, I appreciate it. Some people don't don't like the quiet type. I actually have some people who are mean to me in the FNT chat, and it makes me sad. <laughs> anyway, uh, JPRPH1, welcome back, says, could we do another sound check? Oh, Lord. <laughs> Thank you to everyone who put up with me that morning. <laughs> All right, here it is, MJ1 Media. Thank you very much for the super chat. Uh, again, I know it was sent 10 minutes ago, but I do like being able to, uh, to throw them up on the screen. All right. So MJ one media says I bought Zato, uh, Zato, Oh man, I'm doing it again. Zatoichi. There we go. I bought Zatoichi challenged after getting and watching a film based on it called blind fury starring Rutger Hauer. Final duel in the snow is great. Awesome. Can't wait to get to it, man. Yeah. The Zatoichi films are so good as i said the only bad one that i've really run into there's been other ones where i've had like issues at, with certain parts like certain sequences the ending as i mentioned of uh the second to last one that i watched but uh they they are mostly pretty good yeah i remember reading about there being a film uh an american remade film with rudger hauer so I'm actually, yeah, I'm obviously going to want to watch the uh, Zatoichi film first before watching it. By the way, I've been <laughs> trying to get my shoe back on, and it hasn't been going on correctly. <laughs> All right. 
There we go. That was more work than it needed to be. But anyway, uh, MJ1 Media, thank you very much for that super chat. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right, let's see. Jim Littler, welcome to the chat. How am I repping Utah? I don't understand. I'm, I'm, I'm from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I live in Tennessee. <laughs> what about, <laughs> what about Utah? Are you talking about? <laughs> oh man, uh, Kiko Rogers, what's going on? Says Thor: The Dark World is always ranked pretty low out of all the MCU movies. Oh no, 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 no! That's a whole different discussion. Yes. Uh, Thor The Dark World is absolutely, by far, one of the worst of the MCU films. However, this is where I admit I have complete bias when it comes to the Thor universe, and I don't mind The Dark World. I'm not saying it's a good movie. I'm saying that because of my bias, I actually do find enjoyment in it because I like I like the things in it. I like the story it's not a good film, but I enjoy it. But that's, again, that's my bias. Rob D says, somebody on YouTube made a joke video about that bypass the compressor scene in Force Awakens. The scene is Ray says, I bypass the compressed boom, cuts to Death Star explosion. I think it'd be actually more, it would be a more meta joke, but I would actually like to see an audio editor or someone who is uh, into like audio effects do a scene where she bypasses the compressor and then the sound of the movie changes because the compressor has been <laughs> has been <laughs> passed up has been bypassed i don't know i think that might make some people laugh <laughs> it's making me laugh and i'm just thinking about it oh i can be a nerd sometimes and people will be like sometimes uh, Daniel Thorne, will polls return to the YouTube community page soon? Um, maybe. I was doing a lot of them as a test. There was this whole thing going around saying, you can grow your channel exponentially just by putting polls out. It's all about engagement. It's not true. Whatever bug they found, it was unique to them. So, <laughs> I was doing it more as a test run. But if, if you liked it, and I think some people did, I'd be willing to bring it back. Just another... Just another red shirt. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Dean Heiss says, Pop-Tarts or Toaster Strudel? Pop-Tarts, man. Ah, Toaster Strudel, you got to put it on yourself. And I get it. You you get the, the cream in the pouch, and you can just have the cream by itself. And I get that. But, oh, no. I, I'm going to go Pop-Tart every single day because of one thing only. You got S'mores Pop-Tarts. You got S'mores Pop-Tarts, man. Uh, Golden Rash says, DQ is looking fine and clean in my town. You're lucky. I would say you're pretty lucky if that's happening in your town. Uh, Tina says, uh, one of, of the numerous Dairy Queens I worked, robbery scenes had, they were in decent areas of town, but they all had this peculiar smell. Also, let me read the first part of that comment once again. Of the robbery scenes I worked. Uh-huh. Yeah, they were in fine parts of town. I tell you that the parts, the parts of town were fine. 
Uh, let's see. Laura says, how many times do us women have to tell you white dudes a wrinkle in time wasn't made for you? It wasn't made for you. By the way, um, this has always been in the background. I've always pointed it out, but I wanted to just bring it on. I do have a wooden katana. Now, I have had this wooden katana long before I started watching these uh, Japanese films. I bought it back in college because I had a friend who was very much interested in uh, learning basically how to samurai sword fight. And so I was like, dude, I'll get one too, and then we'll train, and then it never happened. But yeah, got me a nice wooden katana. Yep. Anyway, it is pretty great. It's pretty high quality as well. Maybe one day I'll do some training with it, and I'll become a master. Who knows? <laughs> maybe one of the, one, after watching like 24, 25 Zatsuichi films, maybe I will be inspired. Or maybe it'll be by like osmosis and it'll just like, <laughs> just by watching it, it'll be uh, transferred over in some way. That'd be cool. Or like in the Matrix, just download it in. Oh, thank you very much, Dark Shadow Logan. I appreciate it. It says, uh, Odin is great on FNT, but always gets in trouble when he says more than his four normal words. Yeah, last night was hilarious. It was so funny. Uh, let's see, Laura says, mean to my Odin. Aw, heck no. Release the Empress of the Universe, and she knows where to hide the bodies. This is true. This is true. Do not ever mess with Tina, uh, because... She knows how to hide them bodies. Thirsty the Warrior <laughs> says, Now we know you're wearing shoes, but what about pants? Uh, not pants, but shorts. I am always wearing shorts. Yeah. Anyone who ever talks about, yeah, oh, yeah, sometimes when I stream, I don't wear, I'm in my underwear. That's just disgusting to me. I, I've never understood that. I'm always wearing a shirt. So there you go. It's actually my, uh, it's uh, it's actually very appropriate for tomorrow, Fa Thor. So my wife got it for me, um, for my birthday. No, Christmas. It's either my birthday. Or, no, it was for, it was for Christmas because it was post baby Thor's birth. So it, it's very appropriate actually to be wearing it. But uh, always wear that. Always, I'm always wearing clothes. Always wearing shorts. Uh, when it's the winter time, I'll be in pants. But yeah, always wearing something. You'll never have to worry about that. <laughs> You'll never have to worry about that not being the case. <laughs> All right. Uh, Alex McCarthy says, Shoes while streaming to quote drunk 3PO. What the freak? <laughs> well, I'm a weird person when it comes to that. That is one of my weird quirks. I I always wear shoes um, unless I'm heading to bed, essentially. And the reason why, actually, is because of the fact that I have dogs. I have dogs. Willow sheds like nuts. If I were to walk around in either my bare feet or my socks, they would be disgusting. So, therefore, I wear shoes. Also, I, w I like to wear shoes or wear something covering my feet because I, I have this weird... And obviously having dogs, I think, exasperates this fear of stepping on things that are sharp or that I'm not prepared for. So, all right, we got about seven minutes left, so I might have to start skipping some comments soon. In fact, let's go ahead and dive into uh, members-only comments from this point forward. 
So let me now just skip by some people. Unless they are a member on the YouTube channel. All right, Andrew Hoyle says, I bypassed the compressor. Everyone now sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yes, you get it. You get it. Someone said that the uh, poll thing was uh, patched up. Sad to hear it. Brian Kim, welcome back to the chat. Appreciate you being here. Uh, let's see. Thursday Warrior is a member. He says, almost all the DQs in my town shut down 15 years ago because they were so nasty. They're slowly making a comeback. Are they really? Are they finally making a comeback? Wouldn't that be interesting? <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? All right. Let's see. Members only. All right. Orange Eye Review says, Odin, I got a wooden katana right next to me as well. Nice. Very cool. Andrew Hoyle says, pants suck. Go full poo bear. No, never. Never will go full poo bear. Once you go full poo bear, you never go back. Uh, Thursday Warrior says, I have a dozen katanas. They're my favorite frisbee, uh, frisbee golf discs. There's also a disc called a sword. What? I'm very confused. That was very, very confusing to me. <laughs> I was very, I was very confused by that. I was very, very confused. Oh no! And now that just made everything look weird. There you go. Fixed it. Fixed it. Sorry, sorry. I pressed the wrong button. Actually, I right-clicked and I tried to get rid of it, and I happened to press the wrong space. Hello, Golden Ration. I see you trying to tag me. Uh, let's see. Daniel Thorne over on DLive says, if the dog came over and started licking your toes, that would have motivated you to put the shoe on faster. Yes. Yes. Also, yeah, it's that fear of if something starts crawling on me. It would be weird. All right, Laura, who is a mod, says, Bad Batch episode this week was pretty awesome. Still skeptical. Yeah, again, there's some episodes that have a lot of really good things in them. But yeah, I, I'm also like, okay, but where is this going? And also, it's clear that Omega is, it's like, she's the one character, you know? And I don't know exactly, she's going to do something, and I don't know what she's going to do, but it's going to be something. And something tells me it's not going to be good. Uh, Alice McCarthy says, I bought a katana some years back for 20 bucks at a hippie store. Like an actual katana or like a wooden katana? That'd be interesting if you're talking about an actual katana. All right, we are at four minutes. We have four minutes. Uh, I was able to get through those uh, faster than I thought. Let's head out over to Odyssey Fam because we have got a hyper chat, hype, hype, hyper chat over. I don't know why I just did it that way. Over on Odyssey. Thank you very much, Dark Shadow Logan, for the hyper chat. Says Blind Fury with Rutger Hauer and Sho Kasugi, who played a villain, is awesome. It has good comedy in it, and the actress Meg Foster with the intense crystal eyes who also played Evil Lynn in Master of the Universe 1987 was in the movie as well. I've actually never seen Master of the Universe 1987, so I don't have a reference there. However, good to hear that it is a good flick. I will definitely be sure, though, to watch um, the uh, Zatoichi film first as I am pretty much all things Zatoichi and Japanese cinema at this point in time. 
Alrighty then. All right, let's see here. Let's see here. So we can open it up for this last few minutes as we finish things up. All right, Laura says, the animation looks amazing. Yeah, I, I, I think the animation style has just gotten better and better. And I do like the intro. I do also like how the first episode kind of closes off the Clone Wars. You know, it, it starts off the same way Clone Wars did with the voiceover guy coming back in and all that stuff. Um, and it's it's been able to move on from that too. So I like how it's now become its own thing as well. Thursday Warrior says, uh, Innova, the premier disc golf company, makes a disc called a Katana. It's a long distance driver. It's my go-to. Interesting. Okay. Didn't know that. Al McCarthy, of course, says, a real katana for 20 bucks? That's pretty good. Orange Hat says, I have three real katanas, a pair of size, a bow staff, all from karate class. Nice. Yeah, as I, I used to do a samurai sword class uh, in my, it was my taekwondo school. And so I had a long and short sword that were, that were a foam, and it was so much fun. So, so, so much fun. All righty then. <laughs> Someone's like, Odin's turning Japanese, turning Japanese. There is a picture of me on Twitter. So someone, I think, I think their Twitter handle is like JJ something, did a uh, an image collage of a bunch of different YouTubers, and they were all kind of in this like anime style. And there's one of me sitting cross-legged on the floor with the horned helmet my beard hoodie eating a piece of pizza it's one of my favorite artworks that's been done of me uh check it out i i know i've shared it on twitter um and I, i'm i'm thinking of reaching out to that artist to be like hey do you have like a higher quality version of this that i can like punch in or could you maybe even do a uh a full just uh version of just that character for me because i loved it and I think it would definitely fit the <laughs> the fact that the majority of my channel now is all old school Japanese cinema. <laughs> I love how it was like I hadn't done movie reviews in months. And now it's like I have movie reviews galore, but they're all from like retro. <laughs> they're all retro reviews of old school Japanese cinema. It's fantastic. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. We are at time. So thank you, every person out there. For being awesome, GMonkey76 says, All standalone DQs by me are nasty. If in a strip mall, okay, would only go for ice cream. Food is terrible. Yeah, one time I was on a road trip with my dad, and we had to get food, and the only fast food restaurant available was Dairy Queen, and it was a terrible experience. And from that point on, I just was like, every time I saw a Dairy Queen, I was like, nope, not going to happen. Uh, it's uh, it's It's pretty bad. It is pretty bad. Uh, so anyway, thank you all very much for being here. Yeah, good night, everybody. Good night, good night, good night. Thursday's Warrior says, I'd like to get a real Japanese katana, but the doctors here won't let me have anything sharp. No! Uh, by the way, Dean Heist, thank you for sending me the ice creams! Donations, I appreciate it. Let's see. <laughs> uh, the algorithm's now going to kill Odin's channel if he does a box office breakdown. Here's the thing, Rob D., YouTube's algorithm is not consistent at all. YouTube's algorithm killed kills my channel no matter what I do. Like, unless I was going to do 
uh, like clickbait videos talking about whatever drama was going on, maybe then I could grow the channel. But it's not about that. I want to make videos about stuff that I want to talk about, which right now is Japanese cinema. And I like doing live streams. So, yeah, you, I've given up on, on trying to figure out YouTube's algorithm. There's so many videos out there about, hey, if you do this, if you do this, if you do this. And every time I try to do any of those things, I'm like, okay, this isn't changing anything because I'm not going to change my content. So... If, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, hey, that's okay. I'm still having fun. There's a bunch of people who like to join me a few times a week having fun as well. So, there it is. Oh, no, I have not forgotten this, Tina. Tina, I have not forgotten this. Tina is absolutely one of the reasons why I started diving into Kurosawa and why I've gotten onto uh, this kick as of as of recently. Andrew Hoyle, my only experience with DQ was in Orlando, and it was a dump. Yep. Kigo Rogers, uh, Dairy Queen is the staple of any small town. Try those. Ah, yes, yes. So only at the small town. Only at the small town level. Algorithm can be fixed. I don't know how. Uh, (laughs) That doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Anyway, you guys are Oh, boy. Just say you're coming at us with another video before all your videos, says Son Goku. (laughs) Sure. Uh, But anyway, please be sure, everybody, to smash that like button and light up that fire button if you're watching on Odyssey. Thank you very much, Odyssey fam, for being here. DLive fam, thank you all very much for being here as well. YouTube fam, of course. And if you're watching on Twitter, thank you all as well. Please make sure you give some love to Tina. Uh, my Valkyrie, who's been here tonight. Shout out to Stephanie, uh, Stephanie B, who's been hanging out with her parents for Father's Day. All fathers out there, hope you all have a wonderful Father's Day. I wonder what they're going to come up with for the Father's Day. Remember how for Mother's Day, there was a whole, like, birthing people's nonsense that was going on? Uh, I wonder what they'll try and do with, with the whole father's thing. But anyway, uh, Father, <laughs> blessed and happy Father's Day to every single father out there. Uh, seriously, <laughs> Andrew, Andrew, <laughs> I'll I'll just I'll just leave it at that. I think I think that just says it all. Andrew Hoyle with, with the comment of the night right there. <laughs> okay. Anyway, you guys are all amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your evening. <laughs> And let me shout out some Patreon people real quick. By the way, uh, it does remind me that I, I've not added him on to it yet. Um, but uh, let me let me pull it up real quick. Uh, okay, never mind. I remembered Harold Francis. Harold Francis, thank you for rejoining the Patreon level team. Uh, you are amazing. So anyway, uh, have a good night, everybody. <laughs> And Andrew Hoyle, thank you for making me chuckle. Uh, And as always, everybody, God bless. Now for a huge shout out to all of my June Patreon and Subscribestar members. Andrew Hoyle, Bifford the Hobbit, Brian P., Dion, Don Bruno de la Mancha, Enrique Evangelista, Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father, Father Damian Cook, Garrett Searles, Inflamed Wood, It's a Trap Productions, Jason Clark, Jacob Juice, Jeffrey Toon, Jonathan Carney, 
Laura, the modern major general's story, Mike Jackson, Mad Mitch Dunaway, Mr. Peabody, and his evil twin with the beautiful hair, On to June, Orange Hat Reviews, Out of Step with Reality, Priscilla Hall, Riff Magos, Rosetta Allen, Teresa Martin, Theodore Benden, and rather Teresa Martin is Miss Martin Muses now, Tina Bojan, Tina B., and Washington Madranda. Thank you all very much for being my supporters on Patreon. And to my subscribe star peeps, Fast Reaction, Nosferatu Gatsu, Stand For, John B., Perpetual Punster, Mr. Roy, Glinzer, J. Alex McCarthy Jr., Dean Heiss slash The New Number Two, J. Ra, The Beer Guru, Nevananji Adams, and ZK Man. Thank you all very much for being my subscribe star members. And if you want your name shouted out at the every at the end of every video and live stream, please consider joining on Patreon or Subscribestar. You also get access at other tiers to things like a bi-monthly podcast, bi-monthly, bi-weekly weekly twice a month podcast that I do with John the Flick Pick Flickinger which is a lot of fun. There's also a tier in which you can join me once a month for the Chosen of Valhalla live stream where you all get to at that level, join me for discussions, talk about any projects that you might be working on, or just hang out and have a good time. It's a lot of fun. And also, too, for many of those levels, you also get access to a giveaway section on the Discord server where you get access to giveaways of things like 4K movies, digital codes, and tons of other stuff like that. So if any of that sounds interesting to you, check out the links in the description and sign up over on Patreon and Subscribestar. You guys are all amazing and beautiful people. I hope you all have a wonderful day, and as always, God bless.